1: What up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Replicon Radio. Uh, it's Freaky P. I have a very special guest with me on the line today, uh, Mr. Frank Sabatella, who is the writer and director of the brand-new movie, uh, The Shed. How you doing today, Frank?
0: I'm doing well. How are you today?
1: We appreciate you calling in and hanging out with us here at uh, Replicon Radio. We all watched the movie. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, for everybody tuning in to this, we also have a review of the movie uh, up on our YouTube page as well, uh, Replicon Radio. Uh, so go peep that out.
0: Probably attached to this. Awesome. Uh, to this.
1: So we definitely want to talk about the movie, uh, but what we'd like to do here is we want to go back, uh, you know, back to the beginning, kind of get to know you a little bit better. How did everything kind of get started for you? I know, I guess you were like a photographer in New York. Um is that kinda of, kind of how everything began for you, or how did that all come about to this
0: point um well, yeah, photography was uh was and is part of my career i just um I've been a horror lover since I was a little kid. always loved monsters and scary stories and campfire tales and every slasher movie that came out in the eighties you know i just I've always been into horror. And I've always been creative, so I've always been writing. Ever since I learned how to write, I would write scary stories. As I got older, I wrote better scary stories, hopefully. And my career went into photography through high school and college. And just bringing storytelling and photography and bringing it all together, it just makes sense that I would be writing and directing films because it's the... It's it's all visual storytelling. All right. It all kind of comes together, and me just loving horror just brings us right to where we are today.
1: So even as a child, I mean, you were like a, a really big fan of horror and all that. Uh, was totally. It, was it, was it, was, so was it like vampire, monster, werewolf type stuff, or were you more into like slasher, all that kind of uh, horror or, or how?
0: I just loved it all. I mean, if it, if it was horror, I loved it. You know what I mean? I love monsters. I love slashers. I love ghosts. I just like horror. I just like dark genre things. I like spooky things. It's just, it's just part of who I am.
1: That's awesome. Definitely, uh, definitely a super cool thing. Um, so you ended up going to film school in New York. Um, did you get started with doing like cinematography and different things like that before you got into actual directing or writing? I know you shot like music videos for uh, some bands around town. Is that kind of where it all uh, all began there, or how did it get started? Is that yeah? Where, is that kind of where you learned the the craft?
0: I think um, I, I I think a lot of filmmakers have a similar story of like trying to make movies with their dad's VHS camera. And that was kind of what I was doing as a, as a young teenager and adolescent. And as I got through college and started going to film school, I learned uh, the craft of filmmaking. I had talent and I had instincts and I had ideas and film school gave me uh, the tools to start actually learning. Here's how you put a production together. Is how you put intent behind direction and behind shots, etc. cetera. Um, and then from film school, yeah, I started doing music videos and anything I could really, anything that put me near a production set, whether I was directing it or not, or I was just shooting it, or if I was just helping out on set, I just liked being on set and learning how movies are made.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a whole other world yeah. when, you, when you try to get into it than thinking what it is, like cinematography and, you know, director of photography and all those different things. You're like definitely a huge thing to yeah. to start learning. Um, was there anything around that time? Like, we're we're big uh, connoisseurs of music. We do a lot of uh, uh, music and have a lot of musical guests and stuff. Was there anything that like maybe you you worked on or that something you were a part of back in those early days that has become something nowadays that you know maybe people may know about or no.
0: Um, no, nah, nobody really major. I think I think the closest thing I did to uh, something recognizable was I I worked on a, a Bouncing Souls music video, okay. which was really cool. I got to do uh, I got to do some graphic design that was used in the video, and I also was the uh, first AD while they were shooting the video, which was nice. AD is a assistant director in case you don't know what that is. Awesome. Awesome. But I think everything else was probably like indie music and stuff like that that never really or at least to my knowledge got a large life beyond what was going on, you know?
1: Yeah. Well either way, that's awesome. It's a it's a really cool place to start. Um so then I guess was it twenty about two thousand nine you did the, the Blood Knight, Legend of Mary Hatchet? Like how did how did you go from, you know, mm-hmm. unknown Guy trying
0: to get in. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of we're made for. Restrictions apply. To
1: like, you know, finally releasing a, a movie on your own like that.
0: I had been um, I had been working with uh, a couple of different production people and I was trying to get a feature film made. And I really just had a lucky moment where uh, a girl I was dating at the time worked for a company that was seeking to finance a horror film. And um, I got a meeting with their executives, and I think we hit it off pretty well. And they were interested in my idea, and it kind of snowballed from there. I was like, all right, cool, this is going to be a great opportunity, and we went forward with it, we made the film, and eventually Lionsgate distributed it, and that, that's really truly really where it started in terms of the feature filmmaking.
1: That's awesome. So, so with, I'm
0: sorry to interrupt.
1: Um, so with that, I guess it, it okay. led
0: to uh, where we
1: are now with The Shed, um, which, mm-hmm. is, which is, you know, uh, you kind of teamed up with the, the the man behind Lionsgate's success, I guess a lot of people say. Um, yeah working with you was he working with you directly on this project or like how did that relationship
0: come together uh yeah peter was peter was very direct with me on this project he me and him pretty much did the last few drafts of the script together we were he would give me like incredible script notes and we'd have these awesome creative meetings and really fine tune the screenplay and then peter was intrinsic in getting the production together and getting it financed and peter was on set every single day and uh it was awesome. we just we worked together really well and become really great friends too.
1: that's incredible, yeah, and the shed comes out in select theaters and video on demand November fifteenth um and it's kind of like yep. a not only is it a horror movie, it's also like a like a coming of age like the kids are bullied and they 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 find their uh sure. their way out or something like that um I guess just yeah little keynotes and, like, you know, wh- like, what would you want people to get take from the movie once they see it? Like, what's the, the idea behind the
0: premise? Uh, I, pe- I want people to really just look at the movie and be like, that was really cool and have a good time and enjoy the film. But I also wanted to see the, the underlying aspects of how the film can be metaphorical for, you know, displaced rage and how abuse and neglect can really lead to uh, some very horrific circumstances. And, you know, maybe people will think twice uh, before they, you know, are so negative and shitty to other people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, because you never know who's going to have a a pet monster uh, lurking in their shed or (laughs) whatever whatever it may be. But, yeah. um, Or any other
0: instrument of destruction.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, it's a a fantastic movie. Everyone should go check it out. Um, I wish we had a little more time to talk to you, man. Um, But, I'm sure it's going to be a big hit. Congratulations on the success so far. And, uh, hopefully we'll have more time to chat. Thank you and so in. much.
0: That'd be That'll great. You. Just reach out. Awesome. Thank you. Take it easy. All right, brother. Have a good day. Bye. You too.
1: And there it is. Mr. Frank Sabatella. Uh, I apologize to anybody tuned in. Um, if there was some weird audio things, Um uh, we had a little bit of issues with the audio when we were recording it. Um, My vocal was really quiet. I tried to re-record some of it, which probably made it even more awkward, but I wanted you to be able to hear it. So uh, I do apologize for that. Regardless, shout-out to uh, Frank Sabatella, awesome director and writer. Go see the movie The Shed. It's out now. Uh, As of today, November the 15th, Video On Demand, Select Theaters. Go peep out our review on our YouTube channel as well. Let us know what you think about it. Hopefully, we'll have more reviews in the future. And, uh, you know, give us your input. Bad, good, ugly, worse. And, uh, you know, we'll get better as time goes on. And uh, make sure you always tune in, repliconradio.com. We do a live show every Monday night, 6 to 10 p.m. Central. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for even more. And for even more, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash repliconradio. And as always, buy merch. Hashtag the replicon is watching